When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, folks. So if you've been keeping up with us past few weeks, we've been doing these retro reviews for Black History Month. And we've been doing that in a partnership with Universal Pictures. And so far, uh, we've done a couple of movies that they consider to be black excellent films from their catalog. And this week we chose another one. All right. okay, I chose it. But I chose this because this is. This is probably it's probably one of the oddest movies that they had on the list right here. But it does have some historical and social and cultural significance. And it's also one of those things where this movie was a disaster when it came out. But given time, mm-hmm. you know, it's considered I don't know, you guys tell me. Cult classic. Is it considered a cult classic yeah, now? I suppose yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Through time, a lot of people recognized it for things that apparently people didn't see at the time. Some people say this movie was ahead of its time. The movie that we're talking about is The Wiz. In a different place. In a different time. Different. <laughs> <laughs> go find her ass out there like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I'll just say let her go. Just let her go. <laughs> yeah, Scream. people, that's a that's a screaming Diana Ross in the snow, <laughs> running after a dog. I'm on my way to find the Wiz. He's gonna get me back home. Well, that's nice. Thank you, and good luck. Genius who created me only took care of my dashing good looks, my razor sharp wit, and my irresistible attraction to. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, there's a lot of people, young people, who still have not seen The Wiz. You might have heard of it. But yeah, you're looking at this now, like, okay, I kind of heard of it, but I didn't expect it to be this crazy. Our women, what he forgot was a hunt. A lion without any courage. <clears throat> oh! Can you help us, sir? What's in it for me? You're like, I don't Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor turned into a damn the Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> Voltron Pryor. He's going to fight Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the anime, the anime Pryor. <laughs> so, simply put, if I was to describe this movie, simply put, the easiest way, it's the black version of The Wizard of Oz. As a musical. As a musical. Right. Which The Wizard of Oz was also. Mm-hmm. Some of, but this is more of a musical based on a Broadway play. Some people didn't, who even know The Wizard, not know that. Uh, and you can see the cast that they have in here. Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, uh, Richard Pryor, and then some people that you younger folks might not have heard of, but they're very popular at the time. Uh, Nipsey Russell. And so... You know, the reason why I want to come in and show this is because there is some historical significance to this movie right here. Things to, to talk about where it shows how things have 
if nothing else, it shows how things have changed from the time that this movie was made to where we are now, especially with people of color who make movies today. Not just star on them, but make movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're also going to discuss why it works, why it possibly doesn't work, and why it did become, and to this day remains, a cult classic. So, you guys, if you'd want to jump in any moment and say something, that's fine. But if he's like, no. No, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen, listen. This was my first time ever watching this, this mm -hmm. movie. I've always heard about it. Sure, sure. You know, and, uh, but I was curious to check it out because I've seen so many different versions of The Wizard of Oz over the years. Yeah. There's been so many different adaptations, interpretations. I was like, yeah, hey, let's go ahead and see what they do with this one. I'm like, yeah, this, this one didn't work for me. <laughs> I, and, and, the, and the big the thing is, it's it's uh, not that they don't have a lot of, you know, talent um, in, in front of the camera, behind the camera, and they, and they do. It's just, just uh, the 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 songs, the cinematography, and the production design just don't work for me. I, I just feel like this is the, it's it's a very kind of like ugly looking movie, and uh, and the way in which they shoot a lot of the actors and these big you know music numbers, I don't know, leaves a lot to be desired. I just I just I just really disliked it for that. I, I as I was watching this again today, I thought there's no way. You could like this. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I know for me, like, I, I was there for it when it happened. Right. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just when this happened. Like, The Wiz itself, the, the, the Broadway musical, it won the Tony Award. Yeah. It was, it was hugely popular. Right. At least in the black community it was. Uh, our school had taken us to a production of it at one of the big opera houses in Houston. So I'd seen it live on stage. Mm -hmm. And then my, uh, my brother had a recording of, of the songs that that would play, play yeah. all the time. So I was familiar with all of them. So seeing the movie, that was just an extension of everything else. And, but, you know, to look at this and see what they've done with musicals now, you know, adaptations of musicals, it's like, yeah, this gets, gets left way behind. Plus it's directed yeah. by Sidley uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, hold on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because I want to make some points with this because the thing is, is you are... I can see where you're coming from. Oh yeah, uh -huh. I'm not yeah. one of these guys like oh the white guy. No, <laughs> no, no not at all. Not at all. Yeah, no, yeah, you yeah. because the, a lot of the criticisms that you have mm -hmm. were the criticisms that they had back in the day. Right. See, the thing with this is that you know it. This was not a successful film, but far from it. Yeah, but you know the, the historical impact of this movie is that. It showed that uh, even with an all-black cast back in the day, so everybody in this movie, this, there is not one white person in this movie. I think the only white thing in this movie is the snow. After we get on the, on the film. <laughs> but there, there is not one white person in this movie. It's an all-black cast. But even if you had an all-black cast, it just shows you that Hollywood, they trusted you to sing and dance, but numbers? No, no. They, they did not trust you to like bring the numbers in behind the camera. Sure. They did not let black people handle big, huge budgets. Uh, any people of color, really? Yeah, yeah. Or women or anything like that. Yeah, all the all, all the uh, the black people are in front of the camera, but not directing, not yeah. writing. <clears throat> no, no. The, 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 and Martin had just mentioned this. The the, the person who directed this is uh, Sidney Lumet, a white Jewish person, uh, and it was also written by. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. So he's, he's like, what about it? <laughs> what did I do? You yeah. Negroes don't know how to write movies. Yeah. And a lot of criticism was his script that deviated from 
play. I read play. about yeah. that because yeah. the the stage version is much different from this actual yeah. movie. Mm -hmm. Like you know what didn't didn't it actually take place like. Like they they kept a lot of the stuff in Wizard of Oz. Like mm -hmm. it's a family; they live on a farm and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, they changed this around the more <laughs> urban kind of thing. Yeah, and a lot of people right now they're saying, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, uh, Joe Schumacher. Joe Schumacher was doing a lot of black things back then. He wrote another movie called uh, Car Wash with Richard Pryor in mm -hmm. it. So they were just not giving the big high pro high profile projects production wise to people of color, especially black people. You know, you either got a low budget and did a comedy or something or some offbeat project, or you were in front of the camera and some there was somebody, a white person or a white Jew, uh, directing you. Um, now, although this movie is remembered funnily by some, and it's become a cult classic today, and despite what the the the, the marketing tried to do at the time, because they tried to spit it and make it, made it sound like, oh, everybody going to see The Wiz, you better get in line, because mm. tickets going to be sold out. All across the country, they're lining up on the yellow brick road. The Wiz is... Fabulous. The Wiz is... Wonderful. Great. It's the best move I've seen. The Wiz is... Bullshit! <laughs> That's what, what the rest of the world was saying. <clears throat> yeah, that, that was a local commercial, I think, at the time. Right. But, yeah, man, the movie was a, was a commercial and critical failure. So and a lot of, again, the criticism that people had back in the day, they had the same ones right. that you did. Mm -hmm. You know, this was a $24 million production. Uh, that was a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. considered a lot. It was, the, it was the most expensive musical ever made. Not black musical, musical ever made. And uh, out of $24 million, it only brought in like $13 million. So as we all know, this even applies today. People of color don't get second chances that much. And... Hollywood. Mm. So once that movie, once that movie taint, keep in mind, you did not see another big budget Hollywood <laughs> black movie until. We are home. <laughs> yeah, it only took 30 years. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that was that's Black Panther. Black Panther, you know, was I think the next movie to have an, a huge, big a huge budget. budget. Yeah. And this time it was directed by a black person, Ryan Coogler. Mm -hmm. that's right. It's funny though because this is the one that 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 held big budget black productions back. They you know no no one's blaming the Wiz. They just said that's just the way it was. You know Hollywood wasn't going to do it. Uh, meanwhile though, Sidney Lumet got plenty of chances. Joel Schumacher, need I say more? <laughs> yeah, he he was given big budgets to play with. So you know historically, man, that's that's. Uh, that's the, that's the impact that this movie had. Um, years later, though, the movie still is it's it's seen later as something of a staple of of black cinema of mm. black of the black community just because it was a huge big budget movie that did those things and some of those things today do I think they all work I don't know I don't know how you feel about it but I mean there's there's a lot that doesn't work but but after after going over things that that don't work. You start looking at the things that do work, and it's like these yeah. things that work—they really, really work. Yeah. And um, and I, I just thought, man, if somebody were to redo this now, they'd have the technology, they'd have the skill, they'd know better. I don't know if you get the same level of talent. Yeah. And also, this is so like you know the change to make it so New York based, which I think I actually don't mind that. I think well, that's that's inventive. That's a different yeah. way to do it. But this is based on a New York that doesn't exist anymore. Man. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. If they remade this as an animated musical, yes, that you know, and and that then believe me, there are certain things that need to be changed. I almost wish they would remake this as an animated musical. 
because I think there's a lot of things. I, this movie has a has a, a dear near person. I mean, near near a dear near part to my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, this this because I grew up with this movie. Same here. I, I went to the theater. I was a little kid. I didn't know any. I mean, I'm I'm six or five years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not crit- criticizing the movie. I just know I went there and had fun, and then grew up with the movie. It would just come on TV. Didn't know that the movie was a critical box office yeah, failure. I had no clue until I probably about five years ago, uh-huh. reading up on it, just because it was on TV. And every time it's on TV, I watch it, man. It was on, oh, uh, during Christmas. Oh, I was, was at it? home during Christmas, uh-huh. or maybe Thanksgiving. And it was on and watched it, man. But we're going to go ahead and, and talk about this. Like, if they were to redo this, or looking back now as an, as an adult and with a critical eye, what works, what doesn't work, what needs to be changed today if they were to do it again? And just so we can just not go into the negative too hard, I'm going to start off with the negative. And then maybe we can talk about some positive things later. Chris is like, what positive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting to hear it. <laughs> He's like, I'm positive it sucks. No, no, the, you know what? There's a couple things I actually do like when we get to those I want to highlight. Okay. There's a couple things I like. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. And we laughed about this even when I was a kid, man. I can tell you what doesn't work. Uh, to this day, I still do not like Diana Ross as Dorothy, man. Uh, Diana Ross in this movie, I I, I, I I like her less now that I'm an adult. I think in this movie, she acts like a, an abused slave or she's on the spectrum. Or, I, I don't know. She's always kind of fidgety and just, you know, just always flinching at people. As I love you then. You look like she just poisoned everybody's Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Vengeance. <laughs> like she's always looking guilty about something. That last look she gave. Yeah, oh, you motherfuckers did. Uh, time to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. And that's it, the thing with me is that I don't think they give any good explanation for why she acts that way. Not at all. I'm very confused by that. I, she says she's scared, but she doesn't say why she's scared. Yeah. yeah. She well, she's just generally timid about the world yeah right even when her mom is talking to her like hey you've been doing this same kind of job she's really telling her like it's time for you to move out yeah she's looking at her <laughs> and saying true. you and that damn dog get your grown ass out of my house whatever your fears are well they'll be defeated just by facing up to them now you take that new job and find a place that for goddamn you. dog <laughs> it's time for you to make a home of your own not here. Yo, where am I gonna go? She was like a black droopist. <laughs> yeah, the isn't she like supposed to be like, I don't know, like 20 or something? She's 24. Like 24. She's a 24 year old kindergarten teacher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, our, our elementary school teacher mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And she's like, you know, because she, she's almost like, you know, the problem is you don't know how to handle, you don't know how, you don't know how to behave or act around grown folks. No. Mm-hmm. She's like, I wish you would teach high school so you can get around some people who were. Close to your age or something? Because the original Dorothy in the story, she's supposed to be like a teenager, right? She's supposed to be a little supposed girl. To be a little girl. Yeah, yeah. So here, it's 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 just weird that they made her so old. That's one of the things I would do <clears throat> if I remade this. Yeah. I would make it like a twelve or thirteen year old girl. Man, Makes I don't make no grown ass well, woman. Yeah, no. originally she was supposed to be sixteen, and they wanted to going to get Stephanie Mills, who did it on Broadway. And it was brilliant. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. made her career. Uh, they had it all lined up, and Diana Ross said, "Like, nope, I want this. I want oh, it." And Barry mm-hmm. Gordy was even like. I think you're too old. She went around him. Wow. (laughs) Damn. Talked to the producer. And she said, listen, you cast me, I'll bring Michael Jackson with me. 
Oh, and it was well, like, oh, well, okay. okay. Michael, we'll talk about him in a minute, but that, yeah, girl, you should look that to somebody else. Because she's, man, through the whole movie, it's, maybe she had just kind of grown or something, but through the whole movie, she's just skittish and sad and she's not relatable or likable at all because you're always crying. Every time you, I mean, almost yeah. ever the scene. What are you crying about? I always crying. But I'm gonna be could be all right. I don't think you will. No. And Toto's like, man, I gotta get the fuck out of here. We're lost in a parking lot. Yeah. I, I, I think that's why Toto actually got up and left. Toto, that, once that door was open, that yeah, door looked like right. freedom. Toto! Oh, Toto! Toto! Help me! <laughs> She's crazy! She poisoned everyone! <laughs> That dog is like, you know what? I'll take I'm, my chance with I'm the dog. <laughs> Stay with a crowd. Another moment with her. No, thank you. Now, that's what it really would be like to shine. Yeah. That dog is running in. <laughs> Dad Ross, Toto! Toto! <laughs> Next one, Connie has an Alice. <laughs> crying. Toto's still alive. Now, see, when I talked about Eleven crying all the time, y'all was like, oh, you're being an asshole. Because <laughs> she has some cry about yeah, it. Yeah, she's that little girl that. Yeah. <laughs> Explain why she was crying. <laughs> Even at the end of the movie. Even at the end of the movie, we're supposed to be happy. She's... She just, she's still crying. Doing that ugly face crying. Suddenly my world's gone and changed its face. But I still know where I'm going. I have had my mind spun around in space. And yet I've watched it grow. <laughs> if you're listening, God, please don't make it hard. God, I don't want to hear that shit. God, like, stop all that damn crying, which you can do. Yeah, man, you know, this performance from her was so ill-received that she didn't go on, she, she didn't move, she didn't go on to do another theatrical film since then. I think she's done some TV, mm. unless you count, mm. like, uh, the, the Land Before Time or something. Is she a voice in that? She did a voice in one of the Land Before Time movies, I think. Mm. But, yeah, this they said this kind of, if she had any hopes of doing any more movies, this is the one that kind of ruined that for her. Oh, that's wow. too bad. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Because, I mean, she's she been some other, actress. Yeah. yeah, she's been in some other things. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, this right here, yeah, she got panned for this, I read, and uh, and I can understand why. She she, I, but when I was a kid, I remember everybody who saw the movie, all my you know cousins and and aunts and everything, they were laughing about it. I mean, why is she crying so much? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was definitely an uphill battle because we were familiar with The Wizard of Oz where Dorothy was a young girl and then yeah. she's taking on this role that they even aged up for her and she was still older for it. And mm -hmm. like I said, Stephanie Mills had just been killing it on Broadway Man, in they, that they, role. Because we had that soundtrack from the, the musical and I can still hear her voice when I hear that song and just listening now, it's like, Man, you, sh you shouldn't have gotten her way. That's amazing because mm -hmm. I didn't know Stephanie Mills had done that. Mm -hmm. Like you telling me some history about this, I did not know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, you know, you know how like uh, Jennifer Holiday got famous for Dream Girls. Jennifer Hudson? No, no. Holiday. Holiday originally on Broadway. Oh, bro oh yeah. And then Jennifer Hudson in with the with the movie. Mm, nice. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it did not work that same way for no. Diana Ross. And she was already famous. <clears throat> um. But I will say, now, I don't know. This is me. You might think differently. I think the movie has some good performances, some great performances from, from people that were very surprising for audiences at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Jackson as the Scarecrow. 
you know, I, I, I actually, at the time, I remember again, people talking like, damn, Michael was pretty good in that role. I don't know how you felt. I, I thought he was fine. The thing that surprised me is that I feel like he's underused. I throw out a lot of this movie, like he gets like one song for himself and then everything else. It's either just like, I mean, I mean, the, the Tin Man, Nipsey Russell, who is not a singer, no, no, <laughs> gets no. more solo no, songs than true. Michael Jackson <laughs> Well, I does. think it's, it's because of the play, you know, yeah. it's not, not that, you know. That's, and yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, and that Scarecrow is one song in the play. But if you get Michael Jackson, you got to give him more. I, do. Right. I feel like he's well, underused here. At the time, Michael Jackson wasn't Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Right. He, was, he, he was still... <laughs> Uh, little Michael from the Jackson, Jackson 5, Five, who right. had grown up, he's like 19 at this point. Yeah. Matter of fact, it was they didn't. Some of them didn't want to work with him. Like Quincy Jones was like, I don't know. And then once he worked with him, he's like, man, this kid's so professional. Let me let me produce his next couple albums. Ah. Off the wall thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this led to that relationship of them making you know the best selling albums of all time. And I mm. thought he was good, man. Oh, I think he's the best part of this movie. He's he's he was great, man. I mean, he's he's a uh, he's see he's. He's got the right, he's got the right emotional reaction to many different things in the movie. Where Diana Ross doesn't, everything she actually, <laughs> 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 he, he has wonder. He, he has, has, wonder. He has range, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He does. Now there's a moment he starts out like Diana Ross in a way because you get beat down by these shit talking crows. Fellas, oh, I did not forget the crow commandments, please. Run them by me, run them by me. <laughs> That's your unarmed crow. Right on, right on. Proceed. That's just not reading all bits of paper and literature. Trash, terrific, and the most important one. That's your never, never get down off of this here pole. You, you got, got it, Clyde. Now I was, the, you can see he's already got a lot of energy, and that's great. And I don't want to keep harping on Dana Ross, but this is important to say is that he's so good too because he's bringing an energy that she lacks. You know, he's bringing an energy to this that she that she's not bringing because she's being so one note in this man. Uh, and so he's. I would. I would like to say he's balancing them, balancing them out. But no, he's actually filling a space, a void that needs that energy in this film at this point. Maybe he could get you a brain. <gasps> you think that he could? Told her with me, we could sure use some company. Besides, you have nothing to lose. I don't do it. That was so smart of you. I wish I thought of that. Indications are it would be very advantageous for me to join you. <laughs> Good. She's still crying. <laughs> oh, God, thank you. I'm not alone anymore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like, damn, you're supposed to be happy. <laughs> it's a tears of joy. <laughs> She's mentally ill. Yeah, yeah, probably. What's going on with her? I like little touches with him, too, man. I like the little... Um, I'm going to get into the design of the movie later, but I just want to mention this one I'm thinking about. I like that they got the little Reese's, Reese's uh, peanut butter cup. Yeah, for <laughs> his nose. His nose right <laughs> yeah. there. Because he's made out of garbage. And I guess he was made near a, a Chinese food restaurant or a fortune cookie factory because he keeps pulling out these, <laughs> these quotes. <laughs> these quotes from, <laughs> yeah, from his chest and his mind and his brain. Is full of, everything's full of trash. Of course, everything. But the... the the irony here is that all the trash is is wisdom with him. So, you know, it's, it's little touches like that that I did like in the movie. And there's even one tender moment in here at the end, which is sad and kind of creepily prophetic with him, uh, where he's 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 quoting something. And it's weird knowing how his life turns out after this. Success. 
fame and fortune, they're all illusions. All there is that is real is the friendship that two can share. That's beautiful. Who said that? I did. Yeah, brother, you should have said that years later. <laughs> you don't know the half. I was like, damn, that's pretty profound knowing what Michael Jackson's life was like later. Mm -hmm. But he was selling this, man. Yeah. <clears throat> he was selling these roles, right? When he had to be funny, he was funny. When he had to be energetic, he was energetic. When he had moments like that, little tender moments like that, that, uh, you know, they that, that was, uh, they, they were effective, I thought. He's you know. got one of the best mm -hmm. songs. He's yes. great at doing the scarecrow walk and the yes, movements. That's and right. Dancing. His body language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. He was man. He was killing it in this role right here. He's a great performer for this role. Uh, you know, other performers here are good. You know, look, Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell is a, is, is a natural. And he, you know, you're right. He knows he's not a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> singing is not so much. So he kind of talks his way through the songs. Start yeah. some oil to me. Oh, it trickles down my spine. Chris, like, I ain't give you shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, you no. rushed. Oh, I, I, I think he's okay with this song. This was one of the, a couple of the other ones where it's just like, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the other song, he was like, he was. He, this is a fun song. No, he really was talking his other way through the other yeah. song. This right here is a lot of fun. Start some oil to me. Oh, it trickles down my spine. <laughs> Crisco will do just fine. Come on, man. Come on. That's a good line right there. He ain't even made her laugh. It did finally. She couldn't believe what she was seeing. She was like me. She's like, wow, really? Okay. A lot of people say STD. Man, STP. It, it caught me off guard, too, because STP, that's that's oil. He, right said, he said D. I heard what he no, said. No, you, you heard what you wanted to hear. If you can't give me an STD. Chris I mean, his big-ass wife was sitting on him. That's that's true, but he, why? I, I, I love this little dance about. Yeah, he was a player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Was a con man and a and a womanizer. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, it took later on the movie. I mean, it took the it took an hour later. Be like, I was not a good man. I'm like, yeah, we knew. He <laughs> 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 was awesome. yeah. He was funny though, man. I thought he was very funny. That listen, y'all go watch some of Nipsey Nipsey Russell's uh comedy. It's it's. You know, it's not edgy or anything, but it's very clever. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was a very funny guy, man. And he's, I'm, I, and when I was a kid, he was one of my favorite parts of the movie because I'm a little kid. Sure. Mm -hmm. I like the sillier parts of the movie. He's like, yeah. a teen, a seat cushion for a teen, a teen, a teen. I was like, when this is happening, like, what is going on? What is going on? And he does it again later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how he cries, I guess. I got to tell you, man, I'm going to make it through this because your reactions is just <laughs> killing me, man. Yeah, this, this is how I saw the movie. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ted Ross. Ted Ross is amazing. I liked him. He the, the, he was the, the, the he was that, the that, best that, of the group. That, that Mino Lion song. That, yeah. That's like man. That comes on. That was like wow. Yeah. I, it took me back. I was like, yeah. oh, I used to I used to play this on repeat. Man, and plus there would just be moments of the movie. It's something like the original Wizard of Oz. The character line is just a role where if, you know if you write it a certain way and, uh, and it's performed right, that role just steals the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are moments where uh, Ted Ross just comes in and just steals the show. 
you know, I like that the lion's wearing heels. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I was thinking that was a, a, an aesthetic, a design choice where they said that uh, he had to, they had to put those on to help him balance the, the oh, suit. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I haven't really noticed that until like, oh. When I saw this uh, this last time during Thanksgiving or Christmas, or whatever, I was like, "Wait, he got heels." On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's probably the only person that they brought from Broadway. Into really? It. Yeah. His his was was the first big song. Where I was like, "Okay, now this is what I like." Mm-hmm. I thought that did, they did it really well with him. I'm gonna tell you, I thought the most moving performance in here, surprisingly, again, you know, more than Michael Jackson was Richard Pryor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because that man. Well, there's a moment. Listen, R- Richard Pryor. So he plays the Wiz, and if you know the Wizard of Oz, the Wiz is a con man. In the original, he was like some snake oil salesman or something, going around on balloon, you know, and selling, uh, you know, like false potions to people and whatnot. Uh, here, he's a politician who sucks. He just no, he can never get elected to office. He's tried to, he's tried everything, even dog catcher. Finally, in desperation. I ran for dog catcher. I like animals. Don't get me wrong. I like. <laughs> I thought he grabbed his dick. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you like what? Excuse me. I ain't too scared to be joyous. But and they and they play up scared prior. You know, you know that's Richard Pryor. After a while, I got known for being yeah. just. They did a, a skit. I don't have the clip. They did a skit on uh, in Living Color where they said Richard Pryor is scared of everything <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> scared for no reason. That's what he comes to life. Me, That skit. That skit. That skit was so crazy, man. Because they they ended with him. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the Living Color. Yeah. Bowl of cereal, like. There's no in my right. They, they, if you like scared prior, they play him up like that in here. That says Richard Pryor, right? Yeah. I want a poster there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, He's so scared. They got him scared of words. They got him scared of monologues. Can you do something for me? They've had what they've been searching for in them all along. I don't know what's in you. You'll have to find that out for yourself. Uh, it's just as moist mm-hmm. and tears. You know they want to come out. Let them go. Mm-hmm. But I do know one thing. You'll never find it in the safety of this room. I tried that all my life doesn't work there's a whole world out there and you'll have to begin by letting people see who you really are <laughs> She's crying again. <laughs> just disappears in the, the yeah, dark. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, the dark is just in swallowing. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of Moses movie where they're surrounded by the abyss. It's just weird to me. The world. But man, he gives a he has this one dramatic moment in here. And I remember watching this as a kid and just feeling really bad for him. I know he listen, he tried to get them murdered. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not a good person. But man, the way he do this scene, the way he plays it, he has this dramatic scene where he finally breaks down and just says, I'm scared and I'm lonely. 
And he's just pleading for them to just have mercy on him and just stay with him because he's doing all this just because he's scared. I, I live here all alone in terror that someone will find out that I'm a fraud. Please, just stay with me for a little while. Talk. You can talk to me crazy. Call me names. This is the most awkward, saddest part because they don't try to console him. They don't forgive him. They don't even answer him. Yeah. She, everybody just likes like, well, what, hey, so how you doing? <laughs> they don't, you mean, they don't, yeah. They don't, yeah. It's sad, man. I, and I just thought, man, that, to me, again, Richard Pryor is known for being funny, but Richard Pryor can, you know, when you look at that, like, wow, this guy could act. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, to me, that was one of the most, that was one of the strongest performances in the movie. It is. Yeah, you're used to the movies where they go like, well, guys, all right. You, you, you didn't mean it. And like, you fucked us over. No, yeah, no, no. They, they don't. They, they do not, <clears throat> we're not going to beat your ass, but don't ask to be friends. Yeah, they, they don't give him uh, any slack at all, man. I, I felt bad for him in a way. What would you do? I'd beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he got off easy. <laughs> you were right to be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he would have been backing off from me like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, please. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the performances are good, as I said. Some great. Like I said, some we didn't expect from people like the Richard Pryor or, or Michael Jackson. I think that's one of the things that really keeps this movie appealing because you get new people to discover the movie. Mm-hmm. Like even the editor, uh, James, our editor James, he, was, he, was, he had never really heard of uh, The Wiz. But one, he's young. And two, he's over in Ireland. And he looked it up and he's like, oh, what the way he's like oh my god michael jackson mm. diana ross richard pryor he's like, all of these people in the movie together mm. and so i think when people see the cast it kind of blows their mind sure, sure. Mm. and it's sort of the kind of power casting knowing who these people are today the superstars that they became to be later you know that kind of gets people still interested in this movie yeah, I mean, yeah. just this mm. kind of like whether for, you know for better or for worse people are like i gotta watch this because i've never i never thought these people be in the same movie together uh, of course, we've been kind of dropping hints to this. The other thing is the music. Now, that's one of the things I'm surprised that you did not like here. I <clears throat> I like some of the musical numbers. We, you haven't gotten to like the, the one with the line, the cover. I thought that was probably the best one at that point in the movie. But my my favorite song was the one where they get to the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh yeah, and yeah. Sweatshop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. bring me no bad yeah. news. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for a good you know villainous song, uh-huh. you know, whether it be Disney or anything else. Yeah. And so I no, thought hers was outstanding. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. What happens after that, I think, is. Fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, no, of course. It, but, but, but. Her movie is known for that. Yes, yeah. yes, but, but her song I thought was great. Well, you know, the, and, and that's the thing with this film is that they have to kind of ramp up to some of the good songs because when it starts out, it starts slow. It does. Yes. And, 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 and you know, between uh, Donna Ross being all skittish and not knowing what, it's because at the, the, the beginning of the movie opens up with, Looks like a family reunion, but they don't really explain a lot. Now, it's Thanksgiving, I think. Is it Thanksgiving? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Thanksgiving, and uh, you know, and it's, I, you can pick up from from what's happening here. Certain things. I don't think they need to explain everything, but you know, it is something that that's going on that's not going to have any impact on the rest of the movie. Doesn't lean, you know, doesn't add to any kind of character. It's uh, Aunt M, who's uh, I guess her daughter. 
has had a has had a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she even tells her husband, like your, your grandfather, uh, you know, they're singing to her and going deep into this. And they don't really go into this girl too much after that. You know, I may get mad and turn away, but you know that I still care. You're like, will you shut up and just let us eat? <laughs> Especially the, the dude over on the, on the right side there. You're like, I just want to eat this food before it gets cold. If she don't have it, I'm going to start eating. I don't care, I don't care what happens. <laughs> she been patting her hands like, that's enough, mama. Yeah, that's yeah, enough. Yeah, okay, okay mom, you do this every Thanksgiving. <laughs> every Thanksgiving, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we know you can sing. All right. Um, yeah, you know, they don't really go into the, the family dynamics or anything, which is kind of cool. You pick up on it. But at the same time, you know, it's it's it starts out slow and doesn't really have a huge impact on the story. Uh, they don't we, even return to it at the end of the film. No, that's what I thought. You know, they, you would see something where yeah. they would be greeting. I have a whole thing with the story about uh, Diana Ross's Dorothy here, too. Mm. I don't know if I should mention it now. I'll mention it later. I think I haven't written down where I can mention that later. Well, there's, there's something that kind of goes on that I didn't really catch until she mentions it later. But one of those guys that came over, she was trying to fix her up on She's a She was trying to hook her up, yeah. Because yeah. mm. that guy's like, hey, and my go. And she, she just, just walks off. <laughs> He's like, well, all right. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> 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 Bitch, I was told to come here for you. <laughs> I got hoes. <laughs> nah, man. I always thought that, and I'll mention it now, I probably should wait till later, but I'll mention it now, I always thought that Dorothy would have been better as a younger person, but also, instead of like playing it up that she needs to get out and get a job, what you know? What if she's adopted? Mm. And she's looking mm. at the family and she's like, well, my, that my, my adopted sister, she's got, she's probably getting more love than me because she's got a baby now and everybody's looking at her, but I'm the adopted child and I don't know if anybody really loves me as much. That would have been interesting yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have been, been better. better. Makes yeah. sense. more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then we could have had the whole dynamic make more sense. But yeah, yeah. and watch yeah. these She feels like an outsider. Running, looking crazy and shit. I but, guess I always yeah. looked at it as, sometimes when you have a lot of family over, it can be intimidating. Yeah. They all yeah. know each other, they're loud, and everybody's like, oh, you know your uncle such and such, and then your cousin then, and you're like, I don't, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I feel alien here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but I tell you, once they get to Oz, that's when the music, at least the music that I remember starts kicking mm-hmm. in. Because I mean, I love that opening number. You know, that, uh, uh, it's crazy, you know, but it's, uh, the, <clears throat> again, we'll get to the art direction a little later, but we can, you know, go all day about that. But the song, uh, you know, what is it? He's the Wiz. I love that song. I love that song. Sweet thing, let me tell you about the world and the way things are about. You've come up. From a different place, and I know you've traveled far right. Yeah, that's the part with the, she finally meets the good witch played by uh, Thelma Carpenter here. And I thought, man, that, that music is good, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great opening. Uh, for the film right there, man. Um, oh, for when they get to Oz, because that, that first song is when you open. Oh, yeah, and, that first. And, and, and you walk into that song, you're like, oh. What's going uh, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of okay. confused. Sad. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know about this, man. I'm, like, I'm <laughs> ruining my mood. <laughs> messing up my vibe. Uh, yeah, but so when you get to Oz, man, the music really kicks in. And one of the things that the movie does well, as you guys have been mentioning, 
Uh, and I kind of mentioned something similar last week with uh, Straight Outta Compton. I think there's another movie that introduces his main characters very well because everybody gets a, a, a really great intro number, mm-hmm. a really great musical number to, uh, to, to, to introduce themselves to the audience with. You can't win, you can't make it even, and you can't get out of the game. People keep saying things are gonna change, but they look just like they're staying the same. I love them crows. <laughs> the crows jive dancing. <laughs> well, I, I, I love the whole thing with this, where the crows just represent all the people in the neighborhood. It's like, man, you ain't gonna be shit. Stop, stop, they stop, should stop, do. Stop, mm. stop, stop trying to achieve something, man. Just, I need just, to think of it that's like what that. The whole song is about you can't win, so just kick back, drink wine, huh. you know, smoke wait. some weed. Yeah, wow. yeah. I didn't even think about yeah, that, but that is that is huh. true. I never thought about it that way. Crabs. Yeah. Man, it should have been crabs instead of crows. Instead of crows. Yeah. Well, well you just got crows. And so. you only got yourself to blame. You can win, child. You can't make even. You can't get out of the game. Yeah, they should have called this song, You Ain't Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and what's he doing? Reading. Reading. Yeah. Let me tell you about that reading. Yeah, that's true. Try, trying to be educated. Well, you, you think better you're better than us. everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, since you think you so high up on a pedestal, you keep your ass up there. <laughs> Come on, Phyllis. Yeah, the, the Cowley Lion song, you're right, man. That's one of the that's that's one of the songs I always look forward to. Mm-hmm. That's one of the songs I think is a real uh is a is a song that brings you out your seat. Yeah. Gets mm-hmm. you yeah. dancing. Mm-hmm. You'll be standing in a Now you like yeah, that? Yeah, that one's good. That one's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that number, although I, I always had one question about that scene. So does he just stay there all day waiting to scare people to come by? I think so, yeah. Do, I don't know. When he breaks it, does he seal it back up? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe he's inside. He can look out a window and see when people are coming. <laughs> and it goes down through a tunnel and comes up. So in he there. just rebuilds it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the notes he hits. And uh, it's a, a whole big song talking shit about yeah. what a badass I am. Yeah. Only and then he'd be like... What you doing? bit my leg. He bit my paw. No. He bit me on my heels. <laughs> my high heels. Uh, and yes, you are correct. Because I, I, I was just thinking this, you know, the the sweatshop song. Yeah, the Wicked no Witch of the West. Yeah. yeah, That's the gospel influence song. So that's always going to get you on your feet. Yes. That's always oh, going to yeah. be a, a crowd pleaser that gets you moving. Okay, so every time I see this, man, there's a... I always remember the strangest things in movies. I, I, you'll see it here. There's that dude who's trying to get the hell out of her way. <laughs> but I watch this today, I'm like, man, I remember that guy so well. Ever since I saw it for the first time. So here's something I got to confess. Uh, up until maybe like a couple of years ago, I thought Aunt M and the Wicked Witch oh. were the same person. 
Well, the, the interesting thing about the two of them is that Aunt M was the mama on oh, That's My on Mama. The, uh, on, on What's Happening, too, right? No, no, no. The witch was the mama on, on What's Happening. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the witch was on What's Happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, what was her name? Mabel uh, King or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Mabel King. Yeah. Uh, and Teresa Merritt, who plays Auntie M, she was the mama on That's My Mama. Okay. Yeah, man, I felt bad my racist is. I thought they were the same. <laughs> <laughs> All these years. Big black lady, Corey. So they just, they, they play the same big black lady in all the movies, huh? Now, if Chris had said that, he'd jump all over it. That's right. I noticed I'm not arguing. I would. Now, and I would. Yeah, now, listen, I thought the same thing, too. But I stayed quiet. <laughs> I stayed quiet until it was confirmed. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will allow it in as much as there's this tradition in some of these productions. Yeah. Like in, in Peter Pan, the actor who plays... Uh, the the father always plays Captain Hook. Okay. Because I was always confused. I was like, why is she the sweet mother at the beginning and she's also playing the <laughs> yeah. Wicked Witch? That's how Dorothy views her, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why Dorothy's scared all the time. She don't, she gonna kick me out. <laughs> you get the goddamn dog and get out of my house. <laughs> I like her design, too. Just all, all the embroidery oh, things yeah. and the pearls. Oh, she got like this... Uh, like this garment district kabuki man thing going on. <laughs> kind of like, it's like a bedazzled crab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like the, it's almost like uh, uh, an Indian thing going mm, on. Not Native that. American, but Indian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Indian mixed with kabuki. Definitely. Uh, yeah, Definitely. It's, it's yeah. like somebody Inspired. who's a boss and they just collect a bunch of shit mm. and, they, and they're gaudy and yeah. they don't yeah. realize like, you know, if you were actually classy, you, you'd pare this down and go minimalist. Yeah. And of course you can't forget, I mean, you cannot name the music or talk about the music without talking about, I believe, probably the biggest hit from this movie. You don't die, you don't die on the Yeah, I remember being in elementary school in our, our first grade or something. And people, you know, people singing this all the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, got it lasted play. for years. Mm -hmm. So th this song is great. But my, and it's like, wow, this, this is the one I was like, holy shit. And then we got to Lion Song and all that. I was like, okay, there's some good music here. But this is the first one that really, I was like, wow, this got my attention. I hate the way this is shot. Oh, no. Everything about no, this, this is that, flat. That, yeah. that is a problem throughout the movie. Yes. Is that people were like, why you get Sidney Lumet who does, or Sidney Lumet who does dramas. He doesn't know anything about shooting musicals. <laughs> and he said, I'll yeah. show you. I'll show you that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the color palette. It's all from their backs. And it's just weird. Yeah. No, yeah. you know what? It, it's in a lot of ways, he, he shoots things, showing the open space. I'm like, you're, you're, you're losing the drama yes. here. Agreed. No, you, I, I, I agree with you, Chris, because ever since I've been watching this as, a, as an adult, you know, having, a, again, having a more critical eye, I don't, I don't watch it just to tear it apart. But, you know, when you get older, you see things. And I was like, man, that's a really kind of obvious matte painting. And it's so flat. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, and that's why they shot it that way. Mm -hmm. So they could get that that matte painting right there. Right, right. You right, know, and right. it's, yeah, it doesn't, it, I agree. It does. It's not very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, uh, I'm looking at some of the other songs. And I know, you, this, speaking of Nipsey Russell not being able to sing, I thought, okay, maybe he's not a singer, but you know, as long as he can bring something to it. Like I, I did think that he brought an earnest earnestness to the songs. Mm. You know, he like guy's a performer, he knows what to do. He said, I'm not gonna sing, but I can I can actually perform the song even if I have to talk through it. I could cry. I could smile. That's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> 
<laughs> Michael and I have the same expression watching this scene. Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> this guy gets two solo songs and I get one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I hear you, man. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I I don't dislike it as much as you do, but I, sure, I hear sure. you. I do hear you. Mm. Um, so I think, and maybe this is something you saw. Okay. I think the problem with some of the songs in here is that obviously some worked better than others, but some of these songs work better for the stage production mm-hmm. than they do for the movie. And yeah. These songs mm-hmm. just make the movie longer. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because the movie is way long. It's two hours and 17 minutes, man. It, they really pushed that 17 minutes. Because when it got to the credits, it was only about five or six minutes of credits left. So they use it up. I will say, I was watching it today and the movie I like so much that it, it didn't feel slow to me. Mm-hmm. I did notice though, I said, man, okay, there are periods where are parts where they're just singing. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. They're just singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have to put them in there because they have legends. They got Lena Horne. Lena Horne is a legend of old black cinema, man. And also she's a legend, you know, up into the 70s and 60s. And, you know, she if you got in a movie, you're going you're, you're gonna to give her the spotlight for her song. But there's nothing happening. I mean, yeah. and she, she's singing her ass off. She is putting her soul into this. I've never seen somebody over-enunciate so much in my oh, life. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> I thought she was going to hop over there and beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was getting so much into it. Believe in the magic right there in your heart. Okay, oh, bring it back a little bit. <laughs> By the way, in the background, there's these little babies just hating them. I'm like, what is going on? Like the last 15 minutes of this movie, I was it's like, nuts. okay, yeah. I, I don't the, know what's happening. The last anymore. 15 minutes of this movie is insane. I told you to love. Go ahead, believe, believe it. You like calm your ass down. My mama's on that shit again. <laughs> He's like, you know, you ain't gonna do all that shit. Come on, come on, slow your ass down. It doesn't require all no. that. <laughs> he laughing. She's just going crazy. Mm. <laughs> Give yourself a heart attack, woman. <laughs> no, you're right. He's yeah. little baby's just hanging yeah. in the background. It's a weird man. choice. It's a weird choice. And maybe that, because that, if that's the song they should have been showing her going home to. Yeah. I yeah. believe that she, she should have been being transported or, you know, uh, getting, you know, prepped up to go home. I think that's why that's, that song right there could have worked. But I don't think it works because right after you have that song, which is just, it just stops the movie for Lena Horne to, you know, lose her mind. They follow up with a, the, the go home song, which should have been the song before, mm. which you just heard a little while ago. And it comes almost immediately after that other song. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's... Oh, I shit. Know. I I'm crying again. <laughs> you you going home, girl. Shit. Yeah. I bet they can't wait to get rid of your ass either. <laughs> floor's probably all wet and everything, man. You know, um, you know with, with, with her crying again, I'm, again, I don't mean to like keep jumping on her about this, but it really does affect that song before it undercuts that song because she is crying. You know, it's a slower song. It does build up a little bit, but we just had the climax right there with that song. Why are we jumping into this one? We didn't. Two climaxes. Yeah. 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 You didn't. Either one or the other are preferably the Lena Horne one are, you know, make one, you know. uh, That's that's the signature song of the movie. I know. I know. Mm. I know. But it's just. there, There is no leaving that song out. But for, you know. Maybe the song could have come before they rearranged it or something. 
it just comes too close. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm sure it works well for the stage play. Yeah, man. yeah. Because see, that's the that's the problem with some of these songs. I think they're going too long. Now, if you're watching the play, it's not because you're watching the production uh -huh, on stage. Uh -huh. It's a and different thing when you're watching the production on a movie. The movie needs to go a little bit faster. Like they had that scene yeah. when they went to, when they got to uh, Oz, or when they got to the Wiz, the door of the Wiz, mm -hmm. and they're all everybody's out there, I'd rather be green, lean. You know, when they're out there doing their songs, and it's just, they go on, that, that scene goes on very long because they're just showing you all the dancing and all the choreography and all the sets. And I don't think it works as well on the movie screen Not as it all. does on the it's, stage. It's wild because rewatching, I remember being a kid watching that and we were just all so fascinated by the, the yeah, the, the, the color dances, the green and the red and the gold. But watching it now, it's like, oh, this is shot outside and it's yep. from par, far back. Far away again. It just, again. Far just away. takes yep. all the, the majesty out of it. It I sure think. does. Mm -hmm. oh. You're right. It's shot so far away. Can't yeah. see anything. Yeah. It's like all ants. And it just stays on it. And then, you know, they got sets that they want to linger on. They got a long ass piano they want to show you. Quincy Jones. <laughs> That's Quincy Jones right yeah. there. It's me, y'all. This movie's possible because of me. Um, some of these songs, you know, let me ask y'all this. Uh, getting it from two different generations of people. How do you feel about the disco sounding numbers like sort of like well like right that here. i mean that's very disco and yeah, it, yeah, very, the, the yeah. disco fashions do you think that is just a product of his time or does it i did it age and are not age well i mean it depends on how you feel about disco i mean i i look at it from you know it being from the time period and it's mm -hmm. fine and disco has died and come back as dance music and it, it, it keeps influencing things plus a, a lot of songs in here are either influenced more influenced by gospel or or ragtime mm -hmm. so having a disco songs just kind of mixes it up but yeah. i was just my I, opinion you, for, for me i'm not i don't mind disco <laughs> or anything like that or disco musical go, go for it you know uh i just thought it was way too long mm, you yeah. know i was just like all right because literally you have our four characters that are just kind of Okay. <laughs> just stand around as, as, you know, these guys are doing their thing. I thought, eh, let's just do the green and then we can move on. <laughs> or just uh, the red. <laughs> Junya Wannabe says, watch your mouth. Disco never died. Died. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I did air quotes. <laughs> yeah, he, he died. Did. He did. I never said he was dead. I never said that. Um, you know, I think one of the things that here's what we're gonna get in the way no, okay. <laughs> you've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. One of the things I want to really talk about. I think one of the one of the things that is the strength of this movie is also something that hurt it back in the day, and that is the art direction. Because mm. oh, yeah. the art direction, it this is this is a weird movie, man. As you say, it gets insane in yeah. the end. Yeah, and <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you, it creeped me out as a kid, but in a good way. Like I found the movie honestly creepy. When I was a little kid, it didn't scare me, but uh, the movie also might have been too creepy and maybe even too suggestive for smaller kids back in the day. 
You know, uh, that's one of the things. At least I saw a lot of criticisms about this. Well, it's it, the whole uh, red light district thing. That, oh, yeah, that was completely over my head, yeah. man. <laughs> Until like I'm much older, it was like, oh, <laughs> that's right, New York in the '70s, yeah. Times Square. Yep. Okay. they're all whores. Well, yeah, they got <laughs> they got this one screen, one one scene right here. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here we go. I mean, they got this one scene with with straight up hoes, yeah, complete with porn music and everything. Man, I I thought titties were gonna start popping out and everything because of the music that was playing. Oh shit! Even the on. computers want you to play you, that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> we can cut this. Yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those pads, those pants are not, they're not ass huggers, they're ass grabbers. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, yeah. see the it's curves tight, and everything else. Yeah. Tight. I yeah. was like, you know, yeah, and I remember being a kid thinking like, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go there one day. Um, you know, looking at this, I go like, you know what? Remaking this as an animated movie, the perfect director, but your buddy Ralph Bakshi. Oh, oh God. He, he does not need to be anywhere near this film. That thing will never get released. No. That thing will never, never see the light of day. Oh. <laughs> wow. I like the way the movie is actually soliciting us for sex. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean by it might be a little too suggestive. Risque. Yeah, because I think one of the things that was said about the movie at the time is that tonally it's a little all over the place, too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I got whiplash every other scene. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, was that neon sign say fun thighs? Yeah. Fun thighs. Yeah. Fun thighs. Yeah, Tickle. Tickle me. Yeah, yummy. <laughs> I think there's a sign that says fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it. I you know, I looked at that as a kid. I didn't really, and I just thought that that was normal because I mean, I, I at the time, I, I you know, my parents were taking me to rated R movies and everything. Well, yeah, anyway. Same here, and things weren't as sanitized as they are now. Yeah. So something like this popping up in a movie was just like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't. Uh, I mean, like at six years old, I mean, I, maybe that was not the right thing to do with my brothers and sisters and brothers and sisters where my mom, would, they were taking me to radar movies. And so I, that, that was kind of normal to me. I don't know any better. But uh, the stuff, the creepy things in here, the stuff I have fun with, uh, <laughs> because they, cause I'm like you, Martin. You know, the, I had read that the movie was criticized for bringing in the urban theme, you know, the whole thing of, you know, the, the, the New York motifs in here, mm. the New York aesthetic. Like they have, when they go to Munchkin land, the Munchkins turn out to be people who were trapped in walls and, and then there was graffiti on the walls. They were, they were made to be like graffiti. Yeah. Images trapped in the walls. So when uh, when the other, the Wicked Witch's sister's killed, the spell is broken and they're released. And it is, it is scary the way it's yeah. happened if you're a little kid because they're like these shadowy figures just like climbing out the wall. Yeah, peeling off. Peeling mm -hmm. off, yeah, and slowly just descending down on Dorothy. <laughs> Total 
Lola, get off me. <laughs> You're choking me. Okay, I don't blame her right there. Yeah, man. yeah she can cry. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. crying too. Yeah. <laughs> she can shit up pants if she wants to. Yeah. Uh, but Dorothy's in Harlem in this, and I thought, you know, for a movie to try something different, I, me growing up with this, I always thought that that was clever. It, yeah. al it always looked fun to me. Mm -hmm. Like the, you know, fun things like the cabs that do, that they won't they won't pick up black even people. even in yeah. even black odds, cabs won't pick up black people. <laughs> See ya, bitch. Please. She's like, man, motherfucker. <laughs> Even here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's a land filled with only black people, so I have to figure out how they stay in business. Yeah, that's, like, that's, why you, yeah, that's how much you don't trust black people. I guess. <laughs> I don't even pick up black people in black land. <laughs> the, okay, so here's the problem, I think, with the designs. The reason why they got criticized is because while it looks cool, a lot of them just didn't make any sense. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, you, you go for a theme like that. Sometimes you're forcing it, uh, yeah. and, and and they were trying to shoot on locations that was all oft, often not working out. For no, them. it was man, it was just weird. Was Some of this lit. stuff was just never explained, and I liked it as a kid because it made me laugh. And um, I mean, at the time, I thought maybe I just don't get it. It made it creepier to me that mm -hmm. I don't understand it. But they, mm -hmm. one of the things that I remember. And I remember I had Alan laughing about this because I always wanted to know because I would I would always sing this song. They had that peddler in there, and they, they always had that song. Do -do 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 -do. <laughs> Every time he showed up, do -do 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 -do. no one know, no one recognizes that if you don't know the movie. Alan actually remembered that he had no, did he? he was laughing his ass off because I was because I was like, man, you remember the, the the whiz when that dude showed up? Do -do 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 -do. He's like, yeah, I remember that. He's like, I don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> I said, neither do I, man. I've seen this movie probably 50 times in my lifetime. Still don't understand this dude. <laughs> Damn, crackhead. Right? You know coming out of the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> man, Black Chud. Uh, I mean, it is creepy. <laughs> it is yeah, creepy. Yeah, it is, yeah. And you know what's creepy about it is that he's just stalking her. Uh -huh. yep. I, like, he doesn't work for the witch or anything. He's just stalking her. <laughs> No. No, 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 you stupid ass. <laughs> Somebody said he was dressed up like a rat. Oh, later he's got on this weird mask. Yeah, so he yeah. he's like a rodent mask. Yeah, 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 he does, man. So maybe that maybe that's what they're doing, man. They're talking maybe the, the I thought it was just, rat. you know, the, the crazy people you got to deal with on the subway. Yeah, the people sell stuff mm. on the subway. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. But, so, man, the, the really crazy part of this movie is one of my favorite parts. It don't make any sense, but I always, just, I always thought it just looked cool. Uh, things get really crazy when they when Dorothy and the gang go into the subway, and that dude, the 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 rat man or the peddler or the crackhead, or whatever, he follows him down there, and he and again doesn't make any sense. But he's got these little trinkets, usually like you say, people saw on the street corner mm -hmm. or on the subway, <laughs> and they just start they start coming to life. They start inflating and coming to life, and it's just it, it's scary because there's no explanation for it. <laughs> I ain't too happy on the ground, y'all. <laughs> oh, now you black. <laughs> oh, is that a rat mask? I yeah, think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a rat. Yeah. But I still, why does a rat run around with 
shit to sell. Inflatable <laughs> hitman? I don't know what they are. Thug? Henchmen? Yeah. <laughs> let, let people as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Uh-oh. How does he do that? It's just a hoax, my friend. He's got a little motor in his pocket. <laughs> Michael's like, what the fuck you doing, man? Yeah, those, those things are so Junji Ito. Yeah. yeah. Just, just like the Japanese creepy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what I, you know, what I love about this is that this this little part here, I always say this, but I mean it. This is a little horror movie. Mm-hmm. In, sure. In, in, in this part of the movie. Because they get, they, get, they get chased down in what looks like an evil possessed uh, New York subway. She's so scared she stopped crying. <laughs> Even the tears, were, they were scared to come out. <laughs> it's like they were all waiting for somebody to run. Of course, it'd be the cowardly lion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then uh, the subway, like I said, it, it gets possessed. Everything starts coming to life and starts trying to kill them. There's trash cans with, with fangs, man eating trash, trash cans. Uh, the subway tries to electrocute them. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I love this part because uh, even, shit, they even come, they even going up to Toto, man. Toto's, he's so many parts of the movie, like man, fuck this, like, always <laughs> running away. He's like, I didn't want to be here. Right? I didn't want to be here. I, I never want to do this. I got everything I need. <laughs> I wish you can't give me shit. <laughs> I love it. So many parts where Toto's running. Um, it's a, it a very creepy scene. I, I but I watch. It, I was like, it's gonna be so much creepier if you if you lower the light. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. too well lit. It, yeah. it, it is. And, and there's a number of scenes like that where it's like it could be so much more effective. Lighting's it terrible is. in this movie because it because it is creepy, man. Like the pillars to come to life and they try to smother or crush Dorothy. I'm like, you can kill her, man. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Your skinny ass can't run through that. Space is right there. You've been running this whole movie. Yeah, you can't no, run through yeah. that. Uh, it's uh, What I liked about it is, because uh, it, I knew they were going to live. It was fun for me because it was like a spook house. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, you know, at, at an amusement park in a way. I always loved this scene, man. But I look at it now, I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense at all, man. But uh, I still like it, man. You know, nostalgia maybe for me. The designs in this that were crazy. I mean, they, they were trying to, again, keep to a certain theme and aesthetic here. Some of them came out looking crazy, like Richard Pryor's The Wiz. He looks like a cross between Richard Pryor and Dr. Doom. 
What do you sniffle dead meat's wand? And a, and a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because he got like a metal afro. <laughs> Man, the sweatshop stuff always weirded me out. That stuff is really freaky. Yes. Because yes. Uh, everything is just, I remember uh, looking, oh, here's your part right here. Yeah. Those, uh, those little babies hanging in the sky. Oh, God. <laughs> I was I was like, what is happening? <laughs> they just over there, like just trying to get down, man. At first, I'm like, are those babies or are those yeah. like little people? Bro, those are, those, they <laughs> are little when people. I, when I first saw them, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kicking, yeah, yeah, hanging by wires, <laughs> They're hanging by wires, feet just dangling. Help us! <laughs> <laughs> they all grew up with help. Back, back problems. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Help, help me. Um. Yeah, the sweatshop stuff is real creepy, man, because everybody's in these costumes where they look like black rag dolls or something mm -hmm. or are deformed human beings. Oh, please, oh, beautiful one. We haven't had a lunch hour in six months. Well, suffering is food for the soul. Now suffer! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Just like, what should, happened should, then? Should have kept your mouth closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like that just weird stuff happens like that. Mm. Just get sucked into the wall. And in this scene, things get even more freaky and bizarre, man. This shit just gets weirder and weirder. Probably the weirdest it's been in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the, like when the Wicked Witch reaches for the shoes. And our fingers go backwards. Oh, yeah, they start yeah. breaking. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, geez. Again, one of the things that, you know, not actually nowadays you wouldn't see. Kids kids really, oh, you see the bones cracking yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compound they, fractures they and shit. They have the sound effect in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some stuff was creepy but inspired. I, I always love the flying monkeys. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe because they look like puppets. Uh, something out of Sid Marty Croft or something. Sure, sure. Well, you know, there was the, the idea to change it up from where it was in the original Wizard of Oz. But their faces, that was always what was so creepy about them. Yeah, because they're just lips and a beard. Mm -hmm. yeah. What is happening? Don't come any closer. I got a little job for you, Cheetah. Bring me Dorothy the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Dog, too. How do you want them? White bread or rye? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool that they made him a, a motorcycle gang. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I was later on in life uh, a little bothered by the design because I couldn't tell what they were. I couldn't tell if they were actually monkeys or just really hairy black dudes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't, they still haven't got an answer today. Mm. But uh, I'm going to go with monkeys right here. And I, I, I just they, love They the call them monkeys. So yeah, I guess so we'll go with monkeys yeah, here. Right. But I love the way the lips move and everything. Mm -hmm. they, like, I, like I said, that was uh, it reminds me of like what they did for kid shows or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, um, yeah like you said, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. So, yeah. I wish I was there to watch this part with you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> so this is probably, so that all that freaky stuff leads to the freakiest musical number in the movie. Yes. So, you know, it starts out with the Wicked Witch, which we'll talk about a little bit, being killed. And all the and then all the sweatshop workers being free, and they sing what is probably a, a behind uh, behind 
Uh, he's on down the road. What's what, what is probably the other most popular song mm-hmm. in this movie? Mm-hmm. What's going on is like Chris is even looking at this moment like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it's gonna get crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. So that's cool. But then, you know, that's that's a nice number. And I'm sure Chris is thinking like, all right, well, everybody's going to go home now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to the wizard. <laughs> to defeated him. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. They don't have to work there anymore. Everybody's free. And then this starts happening. And Chris is like, you mean all these fine black ass women under there? This <laughs> I know. And you didn't tell me? <laughs> How dare you, movie? <laughs> you, you hit that the whole time? The, oh, that witch is cruel. She, the witch, she was wicked indeed. <laughs> Somebody said, Billy? Who said that? I know. It is. It's very erotic. That's the thing. It is very erotic, very sensual. Oh, it, there's a very similar scene in the movie All That Jazz. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen All That Jazz, man. Probably need to watch that. But this is a, a very sensual scene, man. It only gets more sexual as it goes along, which again, tonally is not really jiving as far as being a family movie here completely, which is why I got criticized back in the day. He wrote, he wrote the screenplay. He was like, and the nipples thrusted in front of the camera. <laughs> male nipple, that is. Yeah, male nipple, yeah. Somebody hear that horny ass horn. <laughs> so hot, even the costumes yeah. couldn't take it no it's more. Too sexy. is free now. I, I know. Yeah, all wearing diapers. Oh, yeah, wearing... <laughs> that didn't go work in a crack tent. Yeah. <laughs> White people are like, when did this little suddenly turn to Africa? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> okay, there's one girl in this and she, they, they I, I, I know they put her in front because of what she's working with. I couldn't take my eyes off of her. That they knew what they were doing. Yeah, look at that. That's all wet. I up. mean, she's the one where her shorts are all up in her ass. Right. They yeah. knew what they were doing. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's it's a crazy scene. It's it just it just doesn't was this be there. In the, was this in the play? I don't I don't remember. I don't think so. Doing, they doing added that. a lot of songs to this movie. Yeah. I was reading up on this. Well, they added I think they, they added two. 
Okay. Yeah, it was only two that that I saw. Mm. And by the way, that song is written by Luther Vandross, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah he wrote that. At least I think. Uh, and and get I, I get it, man. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that haven't been making any sense in the movie at all no. throughout the movie. But near at the end, this point, I, I, I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> it was long, long, long ago. At like, the end, right. that shit, it does, it, yeah, it doesn't. They stop trying. It don't make any sense. And beforehand, it wasn't making any sense. Like the way Dorothy gets to uh, to Oz, man. Tornado in Harlem. <laughs> a localized tornado <laughs> that goes right down one narrow street. Yeah, going down the street. Just, just for Diana, man. A snow tornado. <laughs> Like they show the tornado and then she's just in it. She was in it. Yeah, she coked out, man. Title <laughs> feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, when she busted through that sign, like wait to I guess Oz, their 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 dimensional entry is just a big old O and Z up in the sky. Showing it. Yeah, I know all the. I guess Oz is an underground parking garage. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, th- here's something that I looked at. And I said, "Okay, that's just dumb." So the Wicked Witch, just like the one the 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 the, oh. the, the, the Wizard of Oz that we're all familiar with, she gets wet with water. If water gets on her, she melts. So same thing with this one. So if you melt with water, why do you have a sprinkler system installed in your sweatshop? It's, it wouldn't be up to code without that. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> I mean, honestly, even with the original, it's like, why does she have a bucket of water right next yeah, to her? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what people say. Same here. It's, no, no, she, no, man. New, she learned New, nothing. New, New York is strict. You can have a sweatshop, but you got to have a sprinkler system in there. Yeah. People chat like, what? Yeah, she got, she's a, says, I'm allergic to water. It makes me melt. And she's got water everywhere in a sprinkler system installed in that sweatshop. And nobody else had thought to pull that uh, that trigger. Either. I'm sure they're all going like, "Oh God damn it! We yeah, could have done this the whole, whole time." Whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> you mean that was it? <laughs> I like her throwing a giant toilet though. Yeah, <laughs> she's she flushed down the water. toilet. She's yeah. on a giant toilet. Yeah. We could have flushed her ass at any moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, the, the the Wizard of Oz and the Wiz is full of that. I mean, you think about it, you get to the end, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, those shoes. You could have gone home anytime you wanted. What? What? No one told me. Yeah, somebody could have said that. That 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 woman who at the beginning she could have said something. You wouldn't have grown as people then. That's the <laughs> right. you, you wouldn't have learned anything. Yeah. But I almost died. <laughs> uh, I'd say the, the move. You know, I think one of the lasting appeals of this movie is that it is for the most part black positivity yeah i mean it's very positive in how uh, it shows black people especially at the beginning i mean we're talking about how it's slow in the beginning with the song but i really do like how they show black families getting together at the beginning and everybody getting along hey, you take these check this morning take almost check this morning. 
Okay, not everybody. <laughs> hey man, if that had been dominoes, somebody would have got shot. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. You know you you got two black uncles that are always gonna fight. <laughs> That's just a given. But most everybody else is getting along. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but speaking of black positivity, I think one of the things that that has aged, and you you can tell me what you think about this. Okay. Um. So they did a lot of jive talk, man, in this movie. You know, they had the jive munchkins. They came out talking. Uh, you know. Pretty much, I guess, street is what people say to Dorothy. Relax, mama. Lay back, honey. We just want to lay a little thanks on you. What? You know, heavy on the gratitude department. They got the crows who are talking a lot of jive the whole time to to, to the scarecrow. Like, Help you down. Man, what is going down in that hayloft you call a head? Didn't we tell you yesterday and the day before that and the day before that? That you can't get down. Yeah, I will say, before I say anything, I, man, whether I like it or not, those crows did say some funny shit, man. Yeah, they did. They, they, they did. And, and they, they are making a point. Yeah, no, they, they're they making a point with them. And they said a lot of funny things. They, they made some of that stuff, if you're not listening, it'll just kind of go past you. But Bacon here said... Bacon? Once over lightly, please. <laughs> Knowledge is power. <laughs> See, in the Cicero, what he Cicero, said... Cicero, roll, More roll, men roll, are roll. not... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Exactly. It's childish, right? Let the boy try. Yeah, just childish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just Cicero, roll. Just like, Taking every other don't word. Shut up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they like the crows from Dumbo. Dumbo, except, yeah. Except it's honest. <laughs> yeah. I think the, 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 the crows... There was a point for that. But I think if you were to make the movie today, even talking slang like you do today, you couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, if you try, because that, even back then, that sounded like they were trying too hard. Relax, mama. Lay back, honey. We just want to lay a- Yo, your trip was dope the way you landed down. But, you know, they, yeah, they, yeah, they were talking yeah. that hard. Yeah, yeah. So even I, I think that's one of the things that did not actually, just, just, just doesn't age well with this movie. Oh, for sure. No. Yes. No, not at all. So. And also, because was the original stage play, was it, was it set in a city or was it more? Okay. So it was traditional. Cause I feel like Joel Schumacher was the screenwriter went, well, I'm going to make it very urban and I'm going to indulge in every urban stereotype that I can think of and put it on top of wizard of Oz. That's what they, that's what they do a lot in this movie. I'm like, Oh, well, it's it it It's more likely he was told we're going to set it in New York right yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, I don't know. The scarecrow's made of trash. Because yeah, it's sense. like, and, and, well, I, I don't know. It, it just like every other shot in this, it looked like we were in a parking lot or in an alleyway. Yeah, yeah. And There's a lot happening in, in yeah. parking garage. Yeah, yeah. And, I was, and yeah. I was just like, this isn't really interesting aesthetically. And, you know, I, I mean, black culture is more than just living in a city. You well, know, it's all different places. I mean, you got to care. There, there are black. Was made. I yeah, understand yeah, that, yeah. but you know, even like there was the, the you know Wizard of Oz. Like there are black farmers. <laughs> like you could have done that too. We could have explored that. I think that would have been interesting. I don't, well, know, if the, it, I don't know if the stage yeah. play does that. I feel like listen, if if there are that this 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 movie takes a, a big swing and a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I and I think it misses a lot. However, um, I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of this, mm-hmm. but. Explore different aspects of black culture, not just I don't know, living in a, in, in a city. I think that you can do so much uh, uh, more with that, you know, and you look at, you know, both both here in the United States or like around the world. Well, New York was such a character, especially in the, in the 70s. It, yeah. it, it's easy to see why, hey, we can set this there and there's so much to play off of. Mm. And they do have a lot they play off of. It just doesn't work all the time. Yeah. They needed uh, d- designers who were better or smarter or had more time to, to really do it. 
if you did the remake, which I am all for, yeah. uh, it's not the same New York now. It, like yes, a lot of exactly. stuff, it won't even be relatable. You couldn't do these same things. Yeah, you could still set it in, in New York. You could, but it, it wouldn't be this stuff. Because I'm looking at what they did with Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could, they could still play with graffiti. Yeah. They could still, you know, there's even a little bit that they wanted to. They could even play with hip hop a little bit. I'm not talking about going crazy with it, mm-hmm. but you could play off of that. You know, there's yeah. certain things that you could play with to modernize it and still make it somewhat timeless. Uh, because that's what I liked about this is all the... Uh, the urban aesthetics that they did. Now, I, I would yeah. say that there is more, to because that, that this is what they thought. You got to keep in mind this is what they thought black people were. Yeah, this no, the, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what the, this feels like. It's a movie where people are going like, "This is how all black people and all this. live and what they like." And I'm just like, "I don't think this is true." <laughs> it's, it's right on the heels of the black exploitation era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is it's coming off of that. And mm-hmm. this is the, and everybody was 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 so happy when this was coming out because. Right. Everybody thought this is this is what black exploitation has led to. Mm. It's led to for at the time a more positive image of black people, you know, for, and, and and led to black people being featured in something where they were finally getting big budgets and movies and whatnot. Mm. So, you know, as an extension of black exploitation, people thought this is going to be the thing that crosses it over into something more positive. Mainstream. Which, yeah, mainstream in a gotcha. way into more positive images. Right. Because black exploitation <clears throat> was stereotypes too. Of course. Whatnot. But uh, the movie failed, and they say, "Yeah, you yeah, say, okay, that's it, no more. <laughs> yeah, you black asses don't bring in no money. So we, I told you not to get them no money. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's it's, a, but it is a, it is an interesting film, man. I mean, it's it's, and I, and I can see people being split over it because they're oh, sure. You know, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, all absolutely. your criticism are valid. Yeah, I, absolutely. And and all my critics, you know, and I, I think I have some criticisms that line up with yours. And anything that I like in this, it could be argued that it is nostalgia on my part, but it can't be argued the history that this movie has had, uh, and if nothing else, just to show how Hollywood has changed from what it was then to now. Also, you know, I do think that this movie does have cult classic status, man, uh, for a good reason. I, I I liked how weird this movie is. You know, keep in mind, man. This is one. This was the big, the biggest musical of its time, and it is weird. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. They would never give people money to do this kind of I stuff. Know. And that not, not that much money. Honestly, everything now goes so on a formula and stays on a track mm. that it's refreshing to see something that just yeah. kind of goes weird. Where you're like, I knew why you're doing this, but okay, let's That's go true. with it. Yeah, That's a good point. No, I, I it, if you're catching it now, you didn't catch it back in the day. You could go two ways. You're going to be the like, man, this is so crazy that I love it. Or you'll be like him and justifiably so saying, I just don't get it. Yeah, that's just that's just major parts of it that don't work or should have been much better for what, you know, from the material they were working with. Yeah, it is interesting, though. So if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's 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 a very interesting film. I mean, like we started out saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. If nothing else, we can all agree on that. It is interesting. And it's it's fucking insane after a while. <laughs> But there you go, folks. That is The Wiz. And he lives in Oz. (laughs) He's the wizard. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Just Michael just staring at all you right now. (laughs) (laughs) 